Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Week nine of the NFL season, and this one was truly the definition of any given Sunday. I don't even know what our picks were, but I know they had to be terrible. All this and more on a special episode, number 40, Down the Wire. We don't say I'll be like, sunset on the beach. Episode 40, Down the Wire, baby, and new it finally and happened. New and improved, hopefully. We have uh, both acquired some better audio hardware, and we're trying out a new recording method, so hopefully this works, because if it doesn't, I'm going to be sad, because I don't know what else to fucking do when we have these remote shows. So <laughs> this is this is the best we're going to have right now, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. There's nothing like uh, nothing like giving like some A plus effort with like C plus product. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's all you have to do is try. That's that's all you got to do. As long as you give it the old college try. That makes it, like total sense for you. Yeah, exactly. And I was trying to make that sound better, but I'm really I'm really starting to hate trying in the in the college way. Stop oh trying. <laughs> Go to flunk. Zone. Oh no, I can't Long do that. Zone. I'm not gonna do that. I'm Long so zone close. Sounds like uh, like a shitty water park area. Flunk Welcome zone. To Welcome to Flunk Zone, everyone. Oh my god, that sounds. I I have one class to take in the winter. I have five in the spring, and then I have to take three in the summer and three in the fall. I'll be done. I can take the last six online, hopefully too. So. We're near the end. We're almost there. And then I can finally just full on get into something else other than school. Cause I'm just about done with school. That's like podcast. Right. Right. Our sports podcast that we do sometimes episode Every 40, week. Every episode week. 40, dude, sometimes more than once a week. This I know sometimes more. This is, this is our official episode 40. This is actually like our 
42nd episode because we have done two two half episodes in there as well for the nfl draft and uh our bucks when they were good um yeah that's right it was nba finals yeah it was the after they won it after they won it and it's not looking good not looking good right now through the first few games but my god it is not it's just turned november chill the fuck out i know but still very very concerning right now no one's playing middleton got covid i think and lopez i don't know what the hell he's out for we just got drew back but Giannis is playing out of his mind that's the good news they'll be fine again this is super early you know that they're going to do this like uh minute like um uh, what's it the minute restriction deal the you know the old Kawhi leonard play and uh yeah the bucks will be fine uh really you can't tell anything from like before i i should say like for, before the first quarter of the year you don't know shit everyone says that the nba season doesn't start until after christmas anyway so i i'm not really too concerned about it at all either i think the bucks will be back in tip-top shape by the end of it I'm I'm really impressed with how Giannis is playing. I think he's out of his mind. He is superb freak, obviously, still. But I need the production from everyone else to go up, and I don't need Giannis to be the only one still because he did not win it by himself the full way last year. Thank you, Chris Middleton. I did apologize. And Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez were key factors, and they just haven't been on the court. So, you know, you but this isn't... Decent- You've been this getting isn't, play. Okay, okay, fuck off. This Never isn't. Mind. This isn't. <sighs> this is not a basketball podcast. I mean, it is. Right now, this is week nine, and this is a football part of this podcast. This is a football part of this podcast. That's what I had to just come back with because we do talk uh... basketball. I, I lied. We do just talk sports and try to just. Be a little goofier with it, I guess. But whatever. I'm wa- I want to get into football because this football. was crazy. This was crazy this weekend. All right, Jets versus Colts. Get into it now. Carson Wentz and Jonathan Taylor. Just went balls out for these guys. Colts looked really good on offense. Carson Wentz, man, has been playing very good this year, and I think we need to stop hating on him so much because he's got a pretty impressive stat line. It's a pretty nice stat line this year. His team is four and five. That's the problem. Carson Wentz is not winning as many games as he should with the stats that he has. 17 touchdowns, only three interceptions this year so far. 2,200 yards, completing 63% of his passes. He has been playing great football. This is now his one, two, three, four, five, sixth game with multi-touchdowns, no interceptions. I'm telling you, I think we should start walking back some Carson Wentz talk. I think so. I think so. No, I'm not ready to walk it back that much. Not after, like, the game that he had last week where he he single-handedly lost that game to uh what was that the titans right um dude it's carson wentz carson wentz blows and uh i I think the reason why i I would say majority of the reason why the colts lose these games is because of carson wentz play not because of anyone else 
I think that's a foolish statement. I think that's crazy you just said that out loud. You're going to put that out to the public to make you think that you think that? He's had – he has over 100 passer rating for this year, I think. I I, I mean, where is it? I, I'll look it up right now. Yeah, it's over 100 right now. He's been playing – he's been playing great football as of late. He threw for another three touch. I get it. It was the Jets where – whatever. But the Jets didn't look like the Jets either. I mean, they okay, were playing look, football look, too. Let's look at his wins so far, right? He has beaten the Jets, the 49ers, the Texans, the Dolphins, and uh, the Lions, uh, and the Vikings in week two. Okay, and look at the teams he's had to play. He's had to play the Titans twice. Oh, and he's the had to play the, well. He's had to play oh, the Ravens. Pre- he had to play the Ravens. Fuck off. Never mind. I lied. Let me let me go back over this again. No, no, no. That wasn't all preseason. That was yeah, that was I right. Gave, no, I gave preseason games as well. This is what happens when you look on Google for the schedule. No, no, no. <laughs> it was it was the Jets, the Niners, the Texans, the Dolphins are his four wins this year. That's his yes. four wins. And then I went He's into preseason. Lost to the Seahawks when they had Russell Wilson, the Rams, which he only lost by three points, the Titans, which he's only lost by nine points. The Ravens, which he only lost by six points. Remember, that was Monday Night Football where they blew the game even, and Carson Wentz had over 400 yards. And then the Titans by three points last week. He's been competitive in all of his ball games this year. All of them. And he's playing great football on top of it, I think, too. I'm telling you, I think, especially in the AFC South, where he's still going to get to beat up on the – He's still going to get to beat up on the Jaguars. He's still going to get to beat up on the Texans. He's done playing the Titans this year now. Carson Wentz could end up having a pretty solid season by the end of it, I think. Yeah, sure. But you know what? I Again, if you look at those losses that they have, I'm pretty sure each one of those losses is because of crucial Carson Wentz mistakes. It's not like the defense sucked or special teams sucked, unlike some teams, which we can get into later today. Um, You know, that is a crucial part of, of a game uh, when it's like solely on you as a player. I agree. I agree. I will shout out Melvin Gordon for calling that long touchdown run by Jonathan Taylor, who said, quote, JT almost got through there. He going to break one today. And then ensuingly later on in the game, he then broke one. And Jonathan Taylor has been nuts this season, especially yeah. as of as of the last few weeks. I mean, putting respect on my Badgers running backs who haven't always produced the best in the NFL. James White's probably the best one. Oh, let me just turn my phone on. Breaking news. Before that goes out. Breaking what was news. that? Oh, breaking news. Bobby Portis has a new official nickname as uh, the Bucks visit the White House today. It's Bobby Potus. Oh, okay. I like that one. I like that one. That was what Bleacher Report sends out now. That's what they do. This is is what happens when you just follow like NBA news. It doesn't give you anything. So disgusting. I don't want that ever again to come up. What were we talking about now? They just threw off our whole thing. The Titans and Colts. Titans and Colts. And really, Jets and Colts. Jets and Colts. Jets and Colts. Sorry. No, we have one more thing to talk about in this game. We do have one more thing to talk about in this game. Josh Johnson coming in relief of Mike White. I know. The saddest fucking story. We, we, dude, 
Mike White was looking to have another good game. That first drive, he was marching down the field and then got hurt. I'm and then saying, Josh Johnson came in and had a monster game. I, no. You know what? Fuck Josh Johnson. We're here to he talk about Mike White. 300 yards. We are a Mike. 300 yards. We are a Mike White podcast here. We don't talk about Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson is like, that sounds like a Tampa Bay quarterback. Um, That's one. Now you got to name the other teams Josh Johnson has played for in the NFL. I was actually going to ask you that, and he oh, did okay. play for Tampa Wait, Bay. Wait, like, is that the legit Josh Johnson? The same one I was thinking yes. of? Yes. Yes. Holy shit. Yes. Um, okay. So now he started his career in 2009 with Tampa Bay, and he went 0-4 that as a starter. Yes. He then made one more start in 2011 with Tampa Bay where he lost that start as well. So his first career win didn't come until 2018 with the Washington football oh, team. Oh, I, I thought you were going to let me go through all of his teams here. Oh, I did. I did. But, okay, you so I gave you one her? other one. But that's not even the point of it. So now I gave you Washington football team. Yeah, yeah. What are the other three NFL teams he's played uh, for? Uh, Josh Johnson was on uh, the Cleveland Browns. He was on the Browns. And uh, also the Cincinnati Bengals. Also I remember the Cincinnati that. Bengals. And, and the other is, one is? This is where things get fuzzy. Is it, it's is the it Tampa Jets. Bay? Yeah, you, I said Tampa Bay. I gave you Tampa Bay. You got oh. them all. But oh, now so I only the, gave you two. You said that. What's the other three? Tampa Bay, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Washington, New York Jets. That's five. Boom. Yeah, but you said that there were three other ones. Okay, here's the fun part now. He played in the Alliance of American Football, and he played in the XFL. Can you name either of the two teams he played for in those leagues? Uh, uh... The Rough Riders? I don't nope. know. Like, <laughs> he played what? for the Wildcats and the San Diego Fleet. Didn't even know that that was a team. Oh, that's that's the Alliance one, right? The yes. San Diego, San Diego Fleet. What did I fuck up? I just want to say we should definitely consider putting some stock into Carson Wentz. I think he's having a pretty good year. And the Jets, I don't know what they're going to do at quarterback if everyone else can play it better than the guy they drafted number two overall. So let's move on to Sunday. Sunday football, what day should we talk about? Sunday, of course. Now, what game should we start with? Uh, Game-wise, let's see. Because there was so many crazy games that happened that... Let's start with Minnesota and Baltimore. That's what I want to start with, okay? Because it's a noon game, so we start with noon games. We'll talk Green Bay later, of course. <laughs> but we got to start with noon games. Sure, go for it. Minnesota, Baltimore. I want to tell you this right now. Mike Zimmer is definitely getting fired. Has to. And I think that Minnesota has got to be the most entertaining job that might be available after this season. Because this team is loaded with good players who make big plays. Minnesota was making all the big plays during this game. I cannot believe that they lost this game when they had a touchdown to Kirk Cousins, from Kirk Cousins to Justin Jefferson, they had a big run from Dalvin Cook. They had the INT after both of those from Jackson. They took the opening kickoff back uh, of the second half for a touchdown. They had the fake punt on a fourth down play. And Anthony Barr picked the ball off in overtime. 
I don't understand how Minnesota lost this game. This was embarrassing, probably, as a Minnesota fan from a coaching standpoint. I am putting my Dunn chain for Mike Zimmer's head coaching career from this point on, I think. Ooh, I don't know about from this point on. I could definitely gotta see gotta go it being... be a coordinator. Gotta go be a coordinator. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hear, hear me out. He can get some uh, coordinating job, maybe run that for two, three years, and then go back to being a head coach. He's got head coach like experience and good, solid stuff, right? Um, but I agree. He needs to get gone from Minnesota, and Minnesota just seems to have like bad loss after bad loss they have perfected the art of the bad loss really they were up 24 to 10 in the third quarter and it felt like they were up even more at times they were just doing so much and really at that point you know third quarter wise you expect that team just to win dalvin cook was good kirk cousins was pretty good but Damn, that defense just did everything they could to fuck it up for them, dude. And this is this is a really good like team right there, but that's two bad losses in the in a row, and something needs to change. And unfortunately, I think you're right; it's going to be Mike Zimmer. Um, now for the Ravens, it really wasn't the best outing, but you know they got a win. And really, what else could you ask for? Because Lamar Jackson and company, they were just looking. Uh, for something after coming out of the bye week. Oh, my. Shut the fuck up. I get it. I'll get back to that later. Um, really, they were just looking for something to come out of the bye week, and I think that's uh, really they got what they wanted, right? This is the the W that they're looking for, and uh, especially to, uh, looking to rebound in the second half, you know, with three straight touchdown drives. Fuck yeah, dude. Lamar Jackson, so fucking exciting. And... Uh, Really, it should be the the Baltimore Jacksons because, damn, it, that whole team revolves around him. Well, and you got another comeback win. That's a big deal, too, in the NFL, regardless of who you're playing. If you come back down 24-10 to start the third quarter, I mean, it, they literally could not get any momentum after all these massive plays from Minnesota. I don't know how they did not win this game. It, it Really, this is a bad bad loss on Mike Zimmer's name. You know what and, else too is uh, like we have to start questioning what happened to the fucking Baltimore defense because remember, it's, banged it's up, always man. It's banged up. It's yeah, you really could say hurt. it's banged up. But they you know just what? lost it's to Sean banged. Elliott again now too. I mean, they're losing guys left and right. They it's are bad though. It's not like it's like, oh, well, they were okay. And you know, they're banged up. No, they were bad from basically the start. Uh, remember when everyone was all on Patrick Queen's ass and Patrick Queen is just like, he's been bad since like halfway through last season. Uh, you know, fuck. I, I, I think, I think Baltimore needs to reevaluate what they do going forward on the defensive side, which is something that hasn't been said in a long time. I think Harbaugh will figure it out. Harbaugh will figure it out. Big win for the Ravens, ugly one for the Vikings. I, I really think that Minnesota could be a very fun job for a coach because I like a lot of the guys they have on the team. I think they are better than their record says. They seem like the new Atlanta Falcons. That's kind of what it looks like. Okay. I 
I'm not ready to go that far. Atlanta was has been far more potent over the years, I should say the previous years. And don't get me wrong, they have great weapons out in uh, Minnesota, but this is just this is not com- uh, comparable to the old Falcons teams. Like what you're talking about, like the pre and like post Mike Smith era, right? Or right. Say, yeah. Like, during the Mike there. Smith era. Well, um, like, yeah. Or like just like bad Dan Quinn era kind of thing. Same, same vibe. Yeah. 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 You know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm, Again, I'm going to label it the Mike Smith Falcons. Those were the best Falcons, in my opinion. Uh, and that's saying something, because didn't... Did, fucking fuck! Shut up! Take care of your body, damn it. Uh, look, this is what happens when you have no insulin in your body. So, uh, I will be doing this as we podcast, because I'm a fucking pro like that. Okay, yes, where are we, we going can do next? that. We're going to the toilet bowl. Just get it out of the way. Uh, gonna Might as well just talk about it. Miami and Houston... The two worst records in the NFL go head-to-head, and the worst team definitely came out on bottom. Uh, Houston is just so bad, man. I cannot believe they didn't. They had another game where they didn't score a touchdown. They end up losing 17-9 to to the very terrible Miami Dolphins. And Jacoby Brissett coming in and... Not playing very great, but playing decent enough. Mike Gesicki was playing out of his goddamn mind. Uh, I know he only had four catches, but two of them were one-handed that were just unnecessarily caught. He had no business. He's way too athletic for a six-foot-six, 260-pound white guy. I mean, just way too athletic to be doing all that shit. But the Texans are terrible and the dolphins are terrible that's pretty much all you got to get from this game ugly win whoa 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 whoa! there's more to get out of this game you you talk that more is, about it then that is the the return of the one the only tyrod taylor we and it was not very be. not very memorable look, look, not look, 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 very look. it's good. rusty it's rusty tyrod taylor give him uh like cut him some slack but you know it was more or less to be expected right he's coming off of a pretty decent injury and uh you know, he never really got a chance to sh- to prove himself. Okay, never. I mean, really how got how do you ever come back getting stabbed by one of your doctors just because Re- we haven't talked about that in forever? Let's just really, remember that Tyrod really, Taylor oh. got stabbed by a team doctor and punctured his lung. Yeah, you know, he really did have like one of the most embarrassing outings of his career. Three interceptions. His arm basically was made out of rust. So you couldn't even like <laughs> you can't really even say he was rusty. Uh and, you know, those picks led to 14 points for the Dolphins and uh shit, don't even get started on the defensive side of things because the Texans have no defense, right? They've lost pretty much all of their quality players. Uh you know, I I'm I'm encouraged for the uh, Texans, not necessarily for this season, but I'm hoping they figure it out. I had a feeling this was going to be like 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. A far worse team. and. I think they are playing better. Not now, still not good. Not even. There's just okay. no way you think that. There's no way. They're terrible. This team is not good. This team has had how many games now where they haven't scored a touchdown? Because I got to go look it up. They've been awful. They've had at least five games now, I think, that they have not scored a touchdown in the game. Uh, 31 to 3. Nope. 31, uh, 31 to 3 to the Colts, by the way. 31 to 5 to the Texans. Uh, or to the Cardinals, rather, of course, 17 to nine to the Dolphins, uh, 40 to nothing to the Bills, 24 to nine to the Panthers. How many was that now? Six games. Just remember, there is something that they have that the Lions don't, and that's a win. I, if they played them, I would hope the Lions would win. I think they would. Dan Campbell might. I don't know. I can't even yeah, say well, that we'll anymore. Yeah, we'll have to get into the. Yeah, look at the look at their fucking embarrassment from uh, the other week. It's the uh, it's the fucking Lions, dude. I'm they so might be. They they we might have a scenario where every single coach in the NFC North gets fired except Matt Lafleur after this season. Uh, that's a fair bet. I mean, we really, that might be a record. That might be a record that we might have that happen. Um, we're not even talking about the dolphins and Texans anymore. 17 to nine. How did we get this far in the first place? Yeah, they exactly don't, don't watch that game ever. Cause it was ugly. Jacoby Brissett was throwing picks. He didn't even have a good game. Don't even watch. Don't watch either team. Unless it's your team playing them. You have no business watching their games because you are only getting a half hour of football, really, because half of the time you're going to get one of these two teams and it's going to be fucking painful for you. It's going to be so painful. 
All right, you pick the upset we go to for the week that was just insane to you, maybe. Let's go Let's go right oh, to there's, that. There's only there was... one. There's only one uh, of the upset that's insane, and that's Bill's Jaguars. That's what I figured you were going to take, and I was going to talk that next. Um, what the fuck happened here? What happened? Trevor Lawrence didn't even play. Trevor Lawrence got hurt, and C.J. Bethard came in. Trevor uh, Lawrence Bethard, not Bethard. Bethard, Bethard. You you always hate on my Wisconsin pronunciations. Well, first of all, that is the former uh, uh, 49ers quarterback. That was like the yes. third backup quarterback, right? If we are we are the most. This is the two things our podcast should be known for: backup quarterbacks and revenge games. That's it. That's all I want from our that identity. Is, that is an awesome thing to be. We are the official podcast of backup quarterback. Yes. Give we, should, it to we me. should get a shirt. Ooh. We should get a shirt on that. Ooh, That's that actually our first fantastic shirt. Fantastic fire podcast uh, like title right there. Yeah, There's we nothing are better. The official quarterbacks of backup quarterbacks. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. And l- listen, now hear me out. This is the, this is the broiest game of all time. All right. So we got this. First time ever that a player that players of the same name uh sacked and intercepted each other, right? And forced a fumble. That is fucking crazy. Right? Great so day for Josh Allen. Bad day for Josh Allen. Just absolutely insane. That was the story of the day, obviously, was how well, Hold on. We're not even I'm not even done with the broiness of this fucking game, okay? Hear Keep me going. out. The f- like uh, the one that's most obvious, the score was 6 to 9. Urban Meyer wishes every game finished 6 to 9. 6 to 9. Nice. Nice. Uh, also, also, do you want to take a guess and when at when the last time the Jaguars won in the United States? It was the first week of last season. Hold up. 420 days, 420, 69, Josh Allen. Let nice. me tell you, buddy, this is the broiest game of all time. This And that's even that's even before all of this, like the actual deep diving of the fucking, uh, the game, like the, the stats and analytics and bullshit or whatever. Okay, but this is big bro thing, mode. Big thing I got to shout out to this game. Dan Arnold. You remember how we were talking about Dan Arnold and Sam Darnold this year? Yeah, right? Did you know he went to UW-Platteville? Did you know that I didn't care about that? That's still crazy. That's a D3 (laughs) Wisconsin school. What? I found that out. I found that out, and I had to shout him out for that. That's a big deal. To get out of that school to go, this was just ugly football. So I didn't want – I had to find different stories in this game because – what what was there to talk about other than how terrible the Bills played and how do you see this affecting them going forward? I mean, did you think did you think the Jaguars going to have this many wins? What is it two? <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't think they were going to have this many wins. This is this is a big win for them to take down the Bills like that. I, was this my twenty one pointer? I think this was, dude. This, this was, the, yeah. This uh, is the ni- second time I fucking lost yeah. a twenty one point game. Neither one of us hit on this twenty-one points week. This was I know our I know our scores were terrible. I you, don't even want to ask. Well, I, if it makes you feel any better, you did better. So <laughs> okay, there um, we go. But uh, at the same point, yeah, it fucking sucked. Also, let's play the game of Did you know that he played there? 
Uh, Carlos Hyde on the Jaguars? The fuck? Oh, I missed one from last game. Uh, Danny Amendola on the Texans. What? Oh, I did not know that either. That one was big. Yeah, that one was big. He threw a pass in that game. Uh, yeah, Carlos Hyde there. What? Okay, he got the I'm ball sure every they time. Up last did week. I'm sure they did. Absolutely nothing. Doesn't matter. He was terrible with it. Daria Gumbawale should be getting more play time there. Another Wisconsin running back. I'm worried about the Bills after this loss. If you can't put up more than six points on the Jaguars, that's a little concerning. They could not run the ball. They just did not run the ball. They were completely uh, away from that. And that's a common theme we see with a lot of these games. The ineffective, they had they had 22 yards from running backs in this game. Josh Allen ran for 50 yards. So that's worth a little bit, but he can't do it all. He cannot. He should be able to, to against the Jaguars, to be fair. But he cannot. They are – this was a weird week, man, and this is one of those games that really highlights this weird week, of course. Yeah, this might go down as, like, one of the most embarrassing losses of this season from of any team because Josh Allen looked like rookie quarterback Josh Allen. Was it 2018 – where he was just a turnover machine, just constantly throwing interceptions galore. And he, could, and he was and, very inaccurate, very inaccurate. Yes, and, dude, they only had one drive that made it inside Jacksonville's 20, like made it inside the red zone. And that came in their first possession. Are, are you, excuse me? What the fuck is that, dude? I can't, I can't even believe it. And really, the player of the game, what? Uh, who are you going to give player of the game to? Matthew Josh Wright. Allen. Josh Matthew, Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen. I, I think it's got to be Matthew Wright. He's all, the guy that scored the three field goals for the Jags. But give me Josh fuck. Allen, dude. Josh Allen intercepting, sacking, and forcing a fumble on Josh Allen. He should win the season MVP for that. That's never going to happen again <laughs> in a season. I can guarantee uh, that. All right, settle down, you. Settle down. Ugly one for the Bills, six to nine in a loss. Um, just gonna sixty-nine. Have to, it's gonna have to nice. bounce back. Nice, nice. Uh, we'll move on now. Here, we'll move on to. Let's talk Patriots Panthers. This one's exciting to me because I am gonna go out and I think I should start buying stocks because I sold my Panther stock so perfectly. I was maybe a little late, but. I made out on top because I was pretty high on them when they got up to value when people weren't at the beginning of the year and they are just total dog shit now. Okay. Mac Jones is already better than Sam Darnold. Um, if you're still on this Panthers hype train, you need to get off of it as well, fast as possible or crash I'm going the to train. tell you right now. Crash. I'm going to tell you right now. I never bought stock in Sam Darnold. Uh, whether he was on the Jets or whether he was on the Panthers, I didn't so, say you know Sam what? Darnold. I said the Panthers. I well, I know. I'm I'm giving my stock report over here. Uh, and yeah, this is this is a bad team, and I don't know what more you can say about it. I'm sure you got to feel pretty fucking shitty if you're Stefan Gilmore right now, um, because yeah, if this is this is what I get moved to, I would feel like dog shit absolutely for nothing like that i'm really impressed with mac jones right now though he just continues to keep winning these ball games that he's supposed to just he's got go good in points. there he does he he's a great bill belichick quarterback too 
absolutely looks like he is fitting that offense. He's limiting the mistakes. The defense for the Patriots has been incredible so far. It's been a true Bill Belichick defense. The Patriots have to start getting some serious respect and buzz around the league because I think they are very legit. I think they can absolutely be a playoff team. And right now, I think they're only a half a game behind the Bills, even for the division. I mean, they're five and four while the Bills sit at five and three. Yeah, when's the next time that they play each other? Or when uh, is the, the first time? I, I should say, I don't know when. Let I'll, me I'll see. Bills versus the Patriots. Uh, nope. It looks like they will play December 6th and 26th, respectfully. Six and twenty-six. So we got a while to wait. Before yeah, a couple oh, yeah. weeks. Still. This one is week uh, week thirteen, and that is actually a Monday night game. Uh, that's going to be a fun one. It's I think be- so. That would be a good one to circle Patriots for the future. At the Bills, and if uh, Josh Allen can't figure his shit out, and this is the offensive Josh Allen, not defensive Josh Allen, but if you can't figure his shit out, the the Bills are going to collapse and implode in the division. That's going to be embarrassing as fuck. Do you think that Josh, or not Josh Allen, now you got me talking, now I'm all mixed up all over the place. Do you think that Mac Jones is better where we thought he was, or you could say worse, but he's just not, than the draft? Do you think this is like how we kind of expected this to play out, or is he playing a little bit better than you thought, maybe? Well, I would say given the season so far, Mac Jones is the best rookie quarterback. Yes. I mean, that you have to say that right now. I, yeah, I don't and, think and now you can I will say, argue I will, anyone else. I will because give of that. credit to the other guys. They are in worse situations than pretty much uh, every single one is in a worse situation. Yes. He is in the best situation. Yeah. So, uh, like, you know, whatever. But, dude, it's Mac Jones. And Mac Jones is the best rookie quarterback. There's no denying that. He's definitely playing better than Lawrence Wilson. Lance isn't getting any playing time anymore. And Fields is the other one. Yeah, he's got to be right now. Davis Mills could be second, arguably, maybe. Uh, I I, I don't understand the the Trey Lance deal because did Trey Lance have a fallout? Like, did he have a bad game where they decided? I think he got hurt. I think he got hurt in there. And they were just like, yeah, let's just stop messing with this and not. F him up more and just ride with Jimmy. Okay, for okay, right that's, now. that's fair. I'll take that. Um, yeah. So I think they're playing it smart in San Francisco. Should we go to them next? Because I, I was, I'm very impressed with Mac Jones. I, I think that his stats aren't the flashiest, but he gets the job done. I mean, he's completing 68 percent of his passes. That's pretty damn good, especially from a rookie as well. He's not out there playing. Aaron Rodgers ball or uh, Drew Brees where he's just piling on the stats, but he's going out there and he's just winning football games that he knows he needs to get done. Go get a couple first downs, check the ball off to the running backs, maybe a big throw in there every once in a while. He's playing very Brady-esque football in in New England, at least not Tom Brady. Now Tom Brady now is a guy, but we'll move over. Let's go to uh, Arizona and San Francisco. Arizona and San Francisco, the official, p- the the podcast for backup quarterbacks, Colt 
McCoy, baby. One of the all-time greats. All-time great backup quarterbacks, I would say. Like, Colt McCoy's got to be up there on the list. Yeah, and uh, let me tell you, uh, Colt McCoy was getting some heavy booing uh, this week, which was kind of sad because I, I do love Colt McCoy. He's, he's completely that good old, unjust. Completely he's that good unjust. old Southern Texas boy, and uh, we we need to be showing some respect to Colt McCoy. Which, Ew. if there's ever been, if there's ever been a Texas name, Colt McCoy has to be is the, the most very Texas top. name of all time. It was great that he was the starting quarterback at yeah, yeah. Texas. Yeah, that fit perfectly for sure. He had a big game, though. I mean, 22 of 26, you can't ask for much better than that. 249 yards, and he had a touchdown in there thanks to James Conner, who ultimately he had probably the best day, over 90 yards on the ground, a touchdown through the air, too. James Conner was dominating this game. The 49ers are one of my teams that I thought was going to be better this year. Yeah. And they have not looked good, man. They have not. And we, you know, we knew the the NFC West was going to be hard to predict. I mean, we knew this division was going to be brutal. The Seahawks were obviously the team you probably would even put in this spot for me. Yeah, I mean, we were we were all we were pretty much all wrong on the This, this division just beating each other up, man. Just beating yeah. each other up. It's, yeah, it it I I don't know how the NFC West gets out of this like out of the NFC, I think they're going to be so fucking beat up because they had a hard schedule on top of that. Like they played the AFC North, or uh, sorry, NFC North, and um, yeah, that fucking sucks for them, right? They're they're going to have just a hard time going forward uh, once they go into the uh, the playoffs. Now, I, I guess the the Cardinals are just the best team in the NFL again, though, I, you know, when you consider they didn't have Kyler Murray, they didn't have Deandre Hopkins and they didn't have AJ green, but guess what? They still beat San Francisco by, uh, two scores, three scores. So, you know, like, sorry, two scores. Yeah. Fuck math. Well, fuck. There you go. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes it's difficult for me, uh, but like Jesus, like that was insane. I, I really have been loving Christian Kirk's game all season. He's been a great, um, secondary wide receiver where you throw him in with that like three and four rotation. I would assume he's actually probably like three or four on that spot. I mean, they or got who else is topping them? Well, they have D Hop and they've been playing AJ Green on the outside a lot. And I feel like I'm missing someone else there. Am I not? Maybe he is their third. Okay, maybe I was just that, talking that... a little out of my ass. I, are we missing someone else on that? Roster? You, you know, there's so much, there's so many guys on that fucking roster. Maybe not. Maybe not. May, I think I was just talking out my ass. I think that's what. Yeah. I was so that, that makes him the third like guy. It. But again, I, I wasn't quite sure um, exactly where he fell. But I, I was liking him in that Packers game from a couple weeks or the last last time they played. He had some great passes then or catches then that uh, yeah had me worried going into that for fourth quarter because they could not cover him and he uh, showed that today too or yesterday uh yeah Christian Kirk is looking good I I like what the Cardinals are doing they seem like they are in fact like you said the best team in the NFL again now I think they have to be by default uh, they have the best record right now does every team has two losses except for them now right yeah yeah I think yeah uh, so yeah after this weekend, at least going into this, it wasn't, but big win for them to stay on track. 
when they could take this lead without Kyler Murray, which was kind of strange to not see him play for the Cardinals now because he is such a big part of them, obviously. But Colt McCoy, big day for backup quarterbacks there. At a boy to get what what number win is that for Colt McCoy? I gotta look that up. He has a career record <laughs> of be good. nine and twenty-two. That's what I want my backup quarterbacks to have, by the way. Losing records, because that doesn't mean you're a starting quarterback if you have a winning record. There or you're not a backup quarterback if you have a winning record. If so, we make if we make a shirt, we need a secondary shirt that says, I'm a Colt McCoy boy. <laughs> no, we don't need that one. We don't <laughs> Cardinals win 31 to 17. You, I guarantee you I'm finding a Colt McCoy clip art for today, uh, like this week's podcast. Okay. All right. You go do that. 31 17. <laughs> Colt McCoy shines. 49ers. You better figure it out. Defense is not looking good. And that was what you guys wanted to pride yourselves on. So yikes. Uh, well, let's move into another game. That was kind of crazy then before uh, we head into green Bay. I want to talk one more game before green Bay. And that's going to be, Denver and Dallas. How about that? We move into Denver versus Dallas. The Broncos just kicking the shit out of the Cowboys for yeah. most of this game. I mean, two garbage time bullshit touchdowns that no one cared about watching this game. One of the worst games Mike McCarthy has coached for Dallas. They had Dak this game. Cooper Rush was putting up more against the Vikings last week. Then they had Dak against this banged up Bronco squad, who's now five and four again. So are they good? Holy shit. Out of nowhere, I I thought they were bad again. I don't know. They said that they were five and four after the game, and I could not believe it. So that was pretty wild. Big day for Williams and Gordon. Their dual dual ground and pound game they had working. Yes, they ground and pound a lot. <laughs> and uh I just think that the craziest <laughs> stat line from this game, though, should be CeeDee Lamb with two catches for 23 yards, absolutely shutting them down. Didn't have any, I think, in the first half. Big win for Denver. And are you concerned with Dallas maybe after this game? Uh, yeah, because, I mean, you you can't do much worse than what Dallas did, right? That was an F performance, and if you could give a lower one, you you realistically should, because the offensively the return of D- Dak Prescott meant nothing for them. He had arguably one of the worst games of his career, and defensively, defensively having a pretty strong start to the season, it just devolved, and they were cutting through this uh, Dallas defense. Uh, also. Uh, we we have to do the reset clock on Trayvon Diggs. No picks. Mm, like, he did shame, play today. Really. Did not get a pick. The Teddy Bridgewater touchdown to Tim Patrick, I don't know if you saw it, was probably the best touchdown I've ever seen Teddy Bridgewater throw. He was playing really good football, and he looked like a quarterback out there, staying in the pocket and slinging it as well. I don't want to put any disrespect on Teddy's name after this game because this is one of his – this should be a big win in his career right now as well. With a mediocre team at best, we thought, going into Dallas, into Dallas, and kicking the shit out of them was really impressive. Mike McCarthy, whoa, boy, whoa. Figure it out. You got Dak Prescott. Everyone's 
praising you now because you're figuring it out in Dallas without Aaron Rodgers. You can't be losing games like this. Cannot be losing games like this. Did you like uh did you like the weird punt and the NFL rule that like overturned it for the Cowboys? Yeah, what was that? What go in do you know any more about that? Explain that. Okay, to okay. Me. So on the punt attempt, you had Malik Turner, the Cowboys wide receiver, come up the middle and block the punt by Sam Martin. The ball then bounced off the Cowboys uh, rookie corner, Nashawn Wright's hands. And then Broncos linebacker, Jonas Griffith, snagged the ball, right? So ran that before being tackled. Like, I, 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 I didn't know what was going on. It got crazy. But then after discussion among the officials, the ball went back to the Broncos, who were awarded first down because of, of an obscure rule. The rule is... If a punt is blocked and goes beyond the line of scrimmage, if it's touched by the receiving team beyond that line of scrimmage, the kicking team is eligible to recover the ball. So once Wright muffed the kick, Denver was allowed to recover it. So that was like when Leon let dove on it after they blocked it that one time it, all over again. That just fucking sucks. That's the same rule. You know what? Now I understand it. Okay, so now I get it. That's the same Leon let rule where they blocked that kick when Miami... It's Leon Lett! Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's why we have those stupid rules. You know what? That's hilarious, then. I'm cool with that. Um, Dallas, got to walk back a little bit. They'll, they'll, they'll be all right, though. Back to the drawing board. It's a tough defense in uh, Denver, obviously. Really good game from Teddy and the run game that Denver had going. Just embarrassing to lose that one at home, I think. That's just at the end of it. 30-16, Broncos beat the Dallas Cowboys. Now, let's get into it. This is the official podcast for backup quarterbacks, and this was the biggest, most anticipated backup quarterback we were going to see this week. We saw a lot of them. We saw a lot of them. But Jordan Love's debut. Jordan Love, baby. And the Green Bay Packers went to Arrowhead. They did not prevail. No. But this game literally, this is what I have written down right here. This is what I have. Let me find it because I don't have it right right in front of me now because I was on a different page. Sorry. Very unprofessional me. Okay. This should also be considered a loss for Kansas City. That was my first thought after this game, because you cannot be happy with how you played. If you're Kansas city, where you had a perfect opportunity to shit on a good team, maybe to kind of go off and prove yourself like, Oh, we are the chiefs this season. Could have done like that. It was a big game for them. They were four and four. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. And uh, the Chiefs have been disappointing all season. Patrick Mahomes has been uh, exceptionally disappointing. and He's been human. Been, he's been human. He's been less than human. He's been backup quarterback level all season. I wouldn't go that far. Let, uh, I, know, I know he's not playing. Like the, let's relax. He's played some bad okay. games. Yes, okay. he's played bad games. But yes, we're not going to be that. We're not going to go that far into it. <laughs> okay, okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. This season, would you rather have Patrick Mahomes or Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins. I That's fair think point. I rest my case. Kirk Cousins is pretty good, though. He's kind of underrated. But let's talk about Jordan Love, then. 
Let's talk about Jordan Love first. Yes. I would like to preface that Jordan Love did not lose this football game for us at all. He did not. And you know On what? The scale I think of things that lost this game for the Packers, Jordan Love might not be in the might be at number five. He's not even in the top four. It was the worst performance from our special teams that consistently is one of the worst in the NFL year after year. This is not just the last couple years. I mean, literally, if Mason Crosby never came to the Packers, we would never see the end of the highlight reels of negative plays on special teams. It's been yeah, like just so 15 fucking years bad. of terrible. It's and unfortunately, been so bad. And unfortunately, now Mason Crosby, the the past couple of years, and not so much last year, right? It was the year before, uh, and this year now has been creeping into this. I think I suck category as well. Okay, but both of those kicks were bad holds. Terrible holds by Bajorquez. The first one, maybe not That's as fair. bad. The first one, maybe not as bad, but the laces were definitely pointed a little bit left and it made it go left. And I'm not blaming, I'm not saying that it has to be a perfect hold every time for Crosby, especially from 40 yards. Maybe you got to figure it out. But that second kick, the laces were in regardless. The laces yeah, and that- were in. That's uh, unfortunate, too, because it's by Bajorquez, who has been the best special teamer all season. His punt, but punting has but been But his holds great. have been pretty dog water. Been yeah, pretty dog water. That, you know, they blamed the, uh, the what's it called, the long snapper last week or two weeks ago or whatever, whatever that uh, The guy Cincinnati. they brought in this week was pretty bad, too. He had the rough He was snap off the practice the squad. He was yes. off the practice squad. Well, which, he had one I'm chance sorry. to get off of it, and he's going back on it probably. Yeah, send so. him, send him right back. Do you do you, you happen to know his name? Wurzel. Wurzel. I thought it was Wurzel. Yeah, I really? thought it was uh, Spencer Wurzel. Does that sound right? That's the closest our last name is ever going to get to the NFL. So that's, that's pretty. Imp- that's pretty that's impressive. I, I'm I'm happy with that. Hold up, you probably got a you probably got a Worth. That's pretty close too, right? Yeah, but Wurzel, I think is closer that's like our last name that's like our last name okay let's talk about jordan love in this game that's what (laughs) that's what everyone came here to talk about i just wanted to have enough time to talk about him so i wanted to get rid of all the other shit that led to how bad this game was for green bay for the bad parts because honestly i don't think green bay should be too upset about this game jordan no i wouldn't Jordan Love, the game plan was for him to play mistake-free football, right? That's what they wanted him to do, which he did not do. He did not play mistake-free football. There was a bad snap communication in there. He had the interception that was not – he had a lot of balls that he was throwing a little high or whatever. But overall, he was playing – very conservative through Matt LaFleur's play call. We we talked about that during the game. and. I would say that they needed to let him loose a little bit more because he Dude. was making some throws that were pretty impressive, I thought. Look look at it this way. If you would have had uh, Jordan Love in the fourth quarter throughout the entire game, they would have won that game handedly. Yes. They would have won that game yes. very handedly, in fact. The, the first three quarters were as a disservice to fucking Jordan Love. 
Matt LaFleur was far too cautious, not only with him, but with A.J. Dillon as well, which this is now the second week that he has done this bullshit with A.J. Dillon, where A.J. Dillon was clearly the better running back uh, in the, the standard plays, I should say. Um, you know, cause maybe if you're, if you're doing some, some passing shit, you know, give that to what's a, uh, give that to Gordon or Gordon, God, uh, Aaron Jones. Jones. Um, but AJ Dillon was, was pounding it. They were averaging 5.8 yards a carry. Why aren't you running it more? Fucking I don't understand it. why in this game you weren't running the ball more from the beginning. I, I've been saying week after week how the Packers are a running football team and they don't know it. When they run the ball effectively, they don't lose. I mean, you know they what, have though? two great backs to just go and eight, and they were Here's playing the great. They are they are two they are quarters teams. They play the first quarter with this run to set up the pass very well, in fact. Then they go uh, into the second quarter and they decide that they're just going to fucking throw the ball as many times as possible. Then in the third quarter they bring back the run and they, oh look at that it's being successful. Only to go into the fourth quarter again where they just decide to do these random pass plays for no fucking reason. Oh, uh, another thing that was a complete disservice to Jordan Love. What, your your O-line just decides to be, like, D2 collegiate-level uh, O-line? Fucking Lucas Patrick pissed me off so much in that fourth quarter. He let Frank Clark run right by him three times. Three I'll say times. For Royce I can... Newman, too. Royce Newman. Royce Newman had some bad holds. I, I will say that. But Royce Newman at least was trying to stop it. I, I can, if I could bring it up right now, and if people could see the fucking plays, if you didn't watch it, or if you could try to fucking remember this, I, dude, there was that play where they uh, they hiked the ball, and Lucas Patrick stood up and turned and watched Frank Clark run right by him, right by him, and kudos to uh, Jordan Love again. Because they were uh, the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs blitzed him 17 times and he only got sacked once. He got hit seven times, which is another fucking problem. Uh, also, even Troy Aikman alluded to it that on that sack, he, it should have been a penalty for landing on the QB. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, we can talk about that too because Stop. there was a Stop. there was a. There was a big holding penalty in that last drive on the Chiefs that was not called. That, you know, you arguably shaped the game. It. Yes, you that did me shape about the game. One. Now, don't get me wrong. No, no game comes down to one single penalty. Can we but, just make the damn field goals that are inside 40 yards too? Like, dude, that's two field goals under 40 yards. You got to make. We have the most missed field goals in the NFL this year. Six of them. Six would, of them. And I bet you, if you go back, they uh, they probably have are up there for missed field goals in the last five years too. In the last ten years, I would probably even it, go. It's up fucking there. insane. We have had terrible special teams play for a while now. I want to talk about. I, okay, so now after you had given me that rating, one second, I you had given me that rating, right? You had talked about. What would you rate Jordan Love on a scale of like one to ten, right? Give me a grade. 
Give me a grade. I think that's a so better So what did way. I give you yesterday? I said what? What was the number 4. I gave? 4.8. You said 4.8 out of 10. Yes. So that, that is, was that before is the C-. touchdown. Minus. That was before the touchdown. That was before the touchdown. So I will actually give Jordan Love a 5.25 for his performance. I think that is more than fair. Uh, he didn't I'm make any. A... He made one play that was really wow to Randall Cobb in the second half, and that really wasn't even quarter. him. That was all. That was all Randall. Uh, exactly. There wasn't really. How about he the pass? Do the pass to Alan Lazard was good. Uh, that was a solid fucking play. He also had that big bomb down the field for what is it like thirty two yards? Was the one to Randall Cobb was it? Oh, sorry, it? sorry. I, I was thinking of the. Uh, the dink and dunk that got uh, on like the second and eight or sorry, fourth and 18 or some shit like that. Third and 18. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, maybe. I don't know. Was, I also really the first enjoyed third down conversion of the entire game for the Packers. The, the thing I really enjoyed about his game is I, I don't know. We didn't get to talk about this on the podcast because we obviously didn't expect him to play this game. Um, but I talked to you, I think beforehand, I was excited because I thought he was going to spread the ball out, and he and he did. He did spread the ball out a lot. He kept. He did rely a lot on Devonte Adams. I you could tell, but that's kind I of mean, the Packers you should. game. Yeah, that's kind of the Packers game. But he found Randall Cobb. He found AJ Dillon. He found Alan Lazard, MVS, Josiah Deguara, even Mercedes Lewis. I mean, everyone was trying to get some sort of action. Yeah, and that's something that sometimes lacks when Aaron plays. Now, did it result to a victory? No. But you also, my next good point, this defense is out of their goddamn mind right now. They were now. great. This is not only should you be on the Devondre Campbell hype train, but now everyone, please recognize Chris Barnes needs to get re-signed by the Packers needs to he is on a contract this year he's only 24 years old get that man a contract i want him to be more consistent uh, uh now don't get me wrong i'm still down with him getting a contract i here's the thing though he's not going to do you know why because Devonte adams still needs a contract and Devonte he's adams, not gonna want a lot of money though chris barnes i don't think he's gonna want that much money i again we, we said the same thing about blake martinez and blake martinez you know, yeah, he didn't get signed. He's finessing the Giants too. I promise you, his tackle numbers are so irre- irrelevant. They're just so bad. Um, and this is a now another game where Kevin King got to play, and we were undefeated, by the way, when Kevin King wasn't playing. And uh, I just need to find my time to come in here and vent about how much I hate him too, because I have been saying this even before last season when he pretty much was atrocious the entire year, and then you could argue was a main factor in us not playing an extra week. He's just so bad, man. He dropped an interception. He, he was making some nice tackles. I thought yesterday, which he doesn't really do. Cause he usually plays like such a capital P word, but I still hate his coverage ability. Eric Stokes just got hurt in warmups. So that really screwed us. But overall the damage could have been way worse. And to hold the chiefs, who on offense are still the Chiefs to 13 points, and the only touchdown they scored is because our special teams muffed a punt, and 
they recovered it inside the 10 yard line. I, you have to be, this yeah, is a and when loss you, just as much for Kansas city as it and is when for you, green Bay. When you think the, uh, that if their special teams or if, if our special teams uh, was any, was just like solid. It was, it doesn't have to be out of the outstanding. If they just, just stayed like free. they should have. Yes. Mistake free. Guess what? They have a tied game and maybe they don't score that touchdown. Right. Yes. Or even if we had some decent fucking uh, returnage, uh, some return yards, I, I, honestly, you have to look at Mo Drayton, the special teams coordinator for the Packers to be on the fucking hot seat because it hasn't even been a, it's, it's been every fucking special teams coordinator. I don't know why they suck at special teams. They always have, they always will. Absolutely ridiculous. I'm just, it's the one thing every week. Always. You can just tell when's the last time we had a kick go back to the house, by the way. Like, has that happened at all? For I feel like Randall Cobb's rookie year, his first game. That, that is seems a like, good question. That seems like that would be the answer. Look at the last time the Packers had a return touchdown on punt or kick return. You can even look up both of them. I don't even care. I think the last one I can remember was week one, Randall Cobb's first game when John Kuhn caught him, and then he ran it all the way back. I, I would say that 2014 or something like that. What is it? 2012, maybe. All right. We were talking about the Packers, and then Dave's audio decided to... Oh, not his audio. His entire internet just decided to die. Um, so we were talking about the last... Um, you want to take... The, okay, so when's the last time that the Packers had a kick return for a touchdown? You I would say 2012. 2012 week one. Close. It was 2011 against the Saints. Yes, that's the one I'm talking about. So I was yeah. I knew exactly which one it was. It was 2011. Yeah, uh, it was the year after they won the Super Bowl. I knew that. I fucked that up. I I should have got that do one. You want right. to take do you want to take a guess at when they had a kick return the time before that? Oh god. I feel like um didn't we have uh did Charles Woodson do one? I don't even know. When is it? No, uh, it was against the Colts in 2000. <laughs> So we've had two kick returns since the turn of the t- century. Uh, uh, there was another one in 2000 uh, against the Cardinals. So we've had three, three, yeah, three kick returns since the turn of the century. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's just not fair. We have to have the least amount. That has to be lowest in the NFL. Uh, in I, 21 years, three, three. I've seen that's, one that's my entire bad. life, that means, right? One. Randall Cobbs. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's just absurd. All right. Um, I would give Jordan Love a 5.3. What are you giving him? I, I, I'm, I'm willing to give him a 6. I think he uh, showed I, – I think with the progression of his game uh, throughout the, the overall game, right? He started off a little rough, and then – I think he took the game more into his own hands uh, because LaFleur was, was calling it very soft. And he even said in his post game press conference that this falls on him for calling a bad game. And you know what LaFleur, why are you second guessing yourself? Just do what you've been doing for Jordan love 
uh, for what what you did with Aaron Rodgers for Jordan Love, man. Like yeah, this game was pretty low penalty for the Packers, and I wish they would have done more with it because there was really no expectations. No, and you have we a lot. Saw you something. have a lot. Really, the only thing you were looking to potentially lose was home field advantage, right? Which right. You can easily get that back. Like, there's a lot of football left. But you have a very good cushion in the NFC North. This is an AFC team. Uh, What else did you have to fucking lose? Embarrassing. Embarrassing. A great defensive performance. Special teams just absolutely atrocious. You got any last hits on this one, or can we move on now? Can we move on? Yes, we can. You can hear me. I can hear you. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> oh my God, this is just atrocious. Packers seven. Dude, Skype has been so fucking shit lately. Chiefs I'm gonna... thirteen. We'll look for something else. But moving on, we have a few games to get through yet here still. Let's move into. Mm, I like this one to talk about. Falcons Saints. All right, another big Great. upset for the week. I think. Falcons coming out on top in New Orleans, too, I believe. You called it. Yeah, you called it. I was – I did not remember calling it, that's for sure. But (laughs) Trevor Simeon playing quarterback probably played a role in that of my decision last week. I would think so. Um, Cordell Patterson is just an absolute monster, and this is what I have written down. Ready? This is going to be perfect. (laughs) This is going to be perfect. Ready? This is going to be perfect. Cordell Patterson is what – the Saints want Taysom Hill to be. Sure. That's exactly I, what he is. It's Cordell Patterson. He's I don't an really absolute care. utility guy. That's all. What do you mean you don't care? Cordell Patterson is an absolute madman out there. He just scores a touchdown every week from a different way. Um, Atlanta was up by 18 in this game and almost so they almost pulled in Atlanta. Uh, they were very close to wa- losing this one. But Youngway Koo becomes the first kicker to ever make three career game-winning field goals as time expires in a single season. Your guy. Youngway Koo, your guy. Baby. My Young-way guy. Koo. Do you have anything to add from this game? You didn't, you didn't care? Really, no, you know what, though? I really wasn't paying attention to this game. This is the game that I just decided I wasn't going to watch at all. <laughs> so, Cordell Patterson had a good quote that said, if his mom can go out there and work three jobs, I can go out there and play three positions. That's pretty baller boy. quote. Yeah, boy. Shout out to Cordell Patterson. All right, that was just our Falcon shout out. Saints, I told you this just had fraud written all over him this season, especially with... Trevor Simeon now playing quarterback. No, no shot for the Saints. They're going to get demolished. Yeah, no, 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 no. The rest is well, demolished. I don't know about that. I think they probably. What's their schedule look like? Because I did just say that with no context. Let's just see how the Saints could fare for the rest of the season. Because the Falcons now, like we said, they uh, they have such an easy schedule that they're just going to end up looking better than they really are. All right, you but, ready? Yeah, they. Okay, let's go. I'm where I'm Saints. on there with you. Titans. Then Eagles, then Bills, Cowboys, Jets, Bucks, Dolphins, Panthers, Falcons. Okay, so they have a lot they of really hard games right? and really easy games, it sounds like. Yeah, right? I think I think they could go five hundred, if not maybe sneak a win here or there. So what are they now? They are five and three. That One. sounds right. 
two. Yeah. Okay. They lost three. So let's give them another loss for Tennessee. Let's give them a win against the Eagles, a loss for the Bills. That puts mm. them at six mm. and six. They could easily win that for the Bills Cowboys, wide. six and seven, seven and seven to the Jets, eight and seven, or seven and eight to the Bucks. Uh, and then eight three, and eight. three wins out. Yeah, they're looking like an eight and nine team all day, or nine and eight, maybe. You could be 10 and seven. I think they, they have a chance to beat the Bills. The Bills are coming to them. No. no. Yeah, yeah. Josh Allen will figure it out by then. He'll figure it out by then. All right. Falcons beat the Saints 27-25. All yep. right. Um, should we go to another but, lame one? Yeah, or let's go to Giants, big, Giants and Raiders. That's what I was going to go to. Ugly game from Derek Carr. Had pick six and that terrible strip sack at the end of the game with 30 seconds left. I uh, I can't blame the Raiders, though. I don't think this probably had to be an extremely tough week to try to play after having all that news and drama come out from uh, Henry Ruggs throughout the week. Um, I, it, it had to be living in their head rent-free, and they just got caught lacking, I think, from the Giants. Yeah, but you know what? And that's, that's the worst part is it's not just that. You also have Damon Arnett, too, the other first-round uh, player for the Raiders, the cornerback, getting released this past uh, today, actually, I believe, um, for threatening to kill someone on, like, Facebook Live or some shit. Did you see that video? I did not see this video. I didn't hear anything about this news. Oh, honestly. yes. This is breaking news to me. I did not hear this well, at all. So, so you know they were dealing with this last week on top of that. Yeah, Damon uh, Damon Arnett was the other first-round uh, yep, cornerback. that was the year the first before, round yeah, I think. Uh, yep. 2020 draft class. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 20, yeah, okay. yeah so this is his other one uh, to go uh, five picks in day one and day two of the 2020 draft. Henry Ruggs and then Damon Arnett. But, uh, both were released. They followed their next ones. Uh, Lynn Bowden was traded. Brian Edwards still on their team. And Tanner Muse was released. So, uh, yeah, that 2020 class is bad. Uh, but so, yeah, Damon Arnett released a video. I don't know why they did. Um, but Arnett is just running around saying how he's going to kill said person. And while he is doing that, he is flashing not one, not two, not three, but four different firearms uh, at, throughout the entire video. Guess what? Bye. You have no reason, uh, no business being in this league. And uh, especially after the shit that you saw with Henry Ruggs, dude, why are you doing that? What the fuck are you doing? An unfortunate week in Vegas for sure. Just um... on top of that. Not to mention the fucking uh, John Gruden deal from earlier in the year too. Like, right, they've they've had a shit. lot of team morale and chemistry hardships and culture issues, so they got to figure those out because it will eat away your team if you do not carry any of those. Big day from Devonte Booker, who's been pretty solid taking over for Saquon Barkley and more healthy as well. So maybe just a sign for the future there. Um, Daniel Jones, not the best Danny Dimes day but his defense balled out for him Xavier McKinney two picks even one back to the house yep. um rough day for Derek Carr the best thing about this game was the memes coming from his hair and comparing them to Lego people 
That was funny. Um, other than that, I got nothing boring to up around this yeah, one, too. A, yeah, this there, is such a weird fucking a weekend, weird dude. Week of just all these insane upsets. The Giants, there was multiple double-digit upset favorites. There's uh, the the uh, what was the one the the Jaguars, of course. Um, you had the who else? Who else was a big one? Oh, probably this next one we're gonna talk into. Browns and Bengals. This yep. one was crazy. This was the uh, apparently the only twenty-one point blowout too. I think, right? Did we have another one? No, I don't think we did. Yeah, so, so I mean, we did not hit on. We this. were we were far off, and uh, uh, Cincinnati has come back down to earth for some apparent reason. Uh, so after they led the NFL, they have prece- proceeded to just slide down further and further into the AFC sludge. Uh, so. Womp womp. Sorry, Bengals This has fans. been one of my best takes of the season, and that was when Joe Burrow throws interceptions, he throws bad interceptions. He threw a 100-yard pick six to Denzel Ward in an effort to try to tackle him. Absolutely embarrassed. Ankles absolutely destroyed. Joe Burrow, when he, when he plays bad, man, he just plays bad. Yep. And this is a big fuck you game from Baker Mayfield. After losing Odell uh, through his release, after all his drama and diva activity he's been going through this year, we got to start putting some more respect, I think, on Nick Chubb's name right now because he is absolutely carrying this team as well. He might be a top three back in the league right now. And a big win like this for the Browns versus the Bengals, you got to be pretty happy if you're Cleveland today because you get a little bit of toxicity out of the locker room and then come out and beat a very competitive Bengals team this season. And Baker Mayfield coming to play too, man. He had that fucking awesome pass to uh, Donovan Peoples Jones, who might have one of my favorite names in uh, the NFL. He was so fun to watch at Michigan. He was so fun. Very fun to say, very fun to say Donovan Peoples Jones. Just have to give some love there. I agree. Very fun name. I will now, what does this do for your Brown stock? Do you buy more into it after beating a team like the Bengals, or does this more hurt Bengals stock, would you say? I would say this hurts Bengals stock more than it helps Brown stock, and that is uh, because of the way the Bengals played. They looked bad, and um, uh, this this is, seems to be something – there's something in the water in Cincinnati for them to suck so hard lately because this is what three losses in a row, right? Have they lost that many games? Is that, isn't that Packers jets? And now, uh, the beat the Ravens after us. Doesn't that sound right? I feel like the, they, they've been down. No, no, no. They were. Okay. So they actually, they lost last week to the jets. That's what it was. Okay. That was why it's felt like they lost three weeks in a row. But they actually were on a two-game winning streak before oh, they that, were. where they kicked the shit out of the Ravens, and then they beat the Lions, which is kind of winning. But they did lose oh. to the Jets last week. That's why it felt like this is their third week, <laughs> third week in a row. Okay, okay, okay. So it's not so bad. But you know what? I, I still think that this is very telling um, to have such a bad loss to the Jets only to get, uh, uh, you know, a really fucking bad loss against the Browns. And they have such great weaponry in the receiving game for the Bengals. You 
really can't afford to have games like this. When you have T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, C.J. Uzama's been playing great this season for him out of the tight end, and Tyler Boyd, who was their number one receiver pretty much going into this season before Jamar Chase and T. Higgins have both started balling out. There's a lot of guys on this team. You got to get someone the ball, Joe Burrow. Uh, 28 for 40, not terrible, but the two picks, especially that pick six when they were driving, trying to get in the end zone, it was it was a rough day for him nonetheless. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next one. L.A. Chargers and Philadelphia Eagles. L.A. Chargers and Philadelphia Eagles. Another walk-off field goal to win this one, but are we going to start walking back these Chargers yet? Because this is a game that they should not be heavily involved in, in my opinion. They need to kick the shit out of the Eagles when they play them. Justin Herbert had a couple of nice plays in there, but boy, if uh, your your defense is letting up like that and we can't finish in L.A., are you are you more nervous about the Chargers later on in the season? No, but you know what? They may not be elite, but they have an elite quarterback, and that's really all that matters. If you have someone like Justin Herbert's caliber, you're going to find ways to win. And you, He you won them the game. He did win them the game. It, I was kind of downplaying it from where I was going, but he did play fucking insane. He was 32 of 38 with 350 yards. And, and you know what? The Eagles honestly just look good overall today. They, you know, they played a pretty solid game. It's not like they were sloppy and got this many points and that goes for both teams i think um i think nick sirianni has been doing uh a pretty good job at living up to his end of the bargain uh which is continuing to run the football consistently and setting up uh jalen hurts to succeed later on and uh jalen hurts went pretty much toe-to-toe with justin herbert and matched him on the offensive side jalen hurts has the weirdest stat lines every week when it he comes to yeah, passing he, he has just the ugliest stat lines ever ever very bipolar it is you know last yesterday 162 yards and a touchdown the week before 103 yards and a touchdown meanwhile he completed 11 passes yesterday had another game against the bucks 115 yards another game against the niners 190 yards panthers 198 yards like these are just the grossest stat lines ever. And somehow <laughs> Philly is competitive in a lot of these ball games. I won't take that away from them. They are I'm going in positions to, to win. I'm going to make convince you that Jalen Hurts is not that bad by the end of the season. I think right now I'd rather have Carson Wentz. Okay, sure. Yes, I would rather have Carson Wentz. And the Eagles I would have rather, that opportunity. I would rather have Jalen Hurts on the Colts offense. I would not. I would rather have Carson Wentz. All right. I think so. I think so. We'll see. One final game. Give up a first round pick. One final game left. What is it? I don't even know. Tennessee and the Rams. Oh, the night game. Did we really go through all the noon games? Yeah. Wow. That was impressive. All right. We're on to the night game. A very shocking one at that. And the absolute. You think it was shocking? Kick. Yes. This is I the Titans without Derrick Henry. Yes, but you know what? This is the Rams with this is was my take at the beginning of the season. Matt Stafford playing as Detroit Matt Stafford. I told you he was going to come back to earth. 
uh, and find a way to be his old self. And this was that game, really. I mean, this was uh, an inexplicably bad loss for the Rams. And uh, they, they they joined the, the ranks with the Cowboys and the Bills uh, yesterday with just another bad loss, thankfully to a, a better team. But, uh, man, dude, the Rams needed this win. They needed it really bad. And guess what? They didn't. Now – they have to look on the backside of the Arizona, uh, you know, way to lay an egg. Big game still from Cooper Cup. I mean, he looked great. I I really was impressed with Tennessee's defense. Looked unstoppable. Um, they picked off Matt Ryan right after they scored too. It was very early Tennessee. Off? Or I said Matt Ryan, didn't I? Yeah. Matt Stafford. <laughs> I, I just heard that right off the I, – I just heard that back in my headphones kind of. I was like, oh, shit, I think I did say that. But shout out to Adrian Peterson coming in, scoring a touchdown in garbage yeah, time. boy. Got 21 yards but scored a touchdown. That's all that matters. He's number eight now. That is so cool. I, I think he looks really good in that number eight. But – is Tennessee going to be legit this season without Derrick Henry assuming for the rest of it? I mean, are they, they are the best team in the AFC, I think now. And are they the best team in the AFC? Mm, You know what? I have no reason to say no. I mean, you might be able to pull off with uh, Jack's, uh, not Jacksonville, um, Baltimore. But Baltimore's really not playing all that great. It's Lamar Jackson that's playing great. Uh, Chiefs look like shit. Uh, let's see, the Chargers? Bills? No, the Bills look like shit lately, man. They have two horrible losses, I, and, uh, like recent losses. And there was another one earlier in the season, too, wasn't there? Are they 5-2? and two? Are they? Uh, Bills are 5-3. and 5-3. and three. So that, Sorry, that's what I meant. 5-3. and three. They've had really bad losses this season. Um, I'm trying to go, you know what? You might make a case for the Browns, the Browns, if they I play don't better, do that. I don't want to do that. I, I look, I'm trying to find something though. Like, I mean, really what, what, who else do you have? Who else are you trying to say are, are better? I, I don't think there is. I don't think there is a team in the AFC better. I think the Titans are the best team. The defense has been outstanding for them. Uh, they've gotten a lot of great pressure from, uh, Simmons Landry in the middle uh, from Simmons. They had Bud Dupree getting pressures at least finally again. I He's not getting any production anywhere else, but I like this team a lot. I think that the defense is legit. I really am starting to like Tannehill a little bit more since he hasn't had Derrick Henry and he's still winning these games and finding ways to do it. Yesterday wasn't the Ryan Tannehill game by any means. No, it was one. It's been one game. So let's, let's wait and see, but he played pretty well last week without him too. Like after he went down is what you're saying. What do you mean? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. That's what I was going with, but sure. Like uh, I, whatever I I'm uh, here's, this is going to be seem like a bad take for as important as Derrick Henry was. Derrick Henry was the most disposable player because of the fact that it's a running back. You can find running backs anywhere. And it, 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 
it's the it's one of the easiest offensive positions to bring in and have them perform. You see that shit happen every year. There is like a major running back goes down. They go out and they find some nobody uh, running back to take the person's spot, to take the star's spot, and they proceed to pop off for the rest of the game, right? We, oh, what was the one that I just called it on? It was um um uh, a couple weeks ago, right? Dude had 145 yards for Dearness Johnson. Yeah, yeah. That, I said Dearness Johnson was gonna have a fucking uh, like crazy game, and lo and behold, the dude did. So I mean, I realize how fucking important uh, Derrick Henry is to that Tennessee team, but he is the easiest to replace. It's a fair point because of the running back. Running backs yep. are not as valuable. They're just not. Let's move in to the picks. Our, our picks. We got to do those. We have to do uh, those. Um, I saved you. You almost said quick hits. <laughs> I did not. I did not. You um, definitely did. Go into them. What are the games? For All them? right. Our Thursday game is Baltimore and Miami. All right. Um, please, Lamar, don't screw me. All right. I'm picking Baltimore. They're just a way better team than Miami. Miami's coming off a win, but it was against the worst team in the NFL, I think, still. The Houston Texans. I still believe they are worse than the Lions. Even though they have a win, doesn't mean anything. I'm going to go out and take the Ravens. Going to do it. I'm not going to put 21 point on it, though, because it's Thursday night. That scares me, putting a 21 point yep, on Thursday and night. I'm also taking the Ravens, too. Miami is, might have had a decent win, uh, but it's not against anyone of worth. Next up, it's Buffalo and New York. Jets. Oh, gosh. This should be one where... Do I put it on the Bills? I think I'm going to. 21-pointer. Give me the Bills. All right. They are coming off a terrible week where they lost to the Jaguars. They are not going to have a week similar to that, I can assure you. They will be back on the drawing board. I'm still in on their hype. I think Josh Allen's playing still pretty well the last few weeks. No, but he'll find it again. I'm going to go full confidence in him. 21-pointer for the Bills. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Buffalo as well because um, uh, I just can't trust the Jets, especially if Mike White's not out there. Right. Um, this could if Zach Wilson could be out there for all we know. They could definitely yeah. lose that game by 21. Yeah, it's I I think I I just have to consider this past week just to be a rough start for Buffalo, um, and you know just never had any momentum going forward. All right, next up it's Cleveland and New England. I like New England a lot. Oh shit! I was going to take New England. I like New England a lot. I uh, I'm not buying the Browns are the best team in the AFC that you were trying to just convince me so you can make this pick. Um, whoa, 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 whoa! I didn't go that far. I just you said that is Tennessee the best team in the in the AFC? Patriots are you... better than the Browns. They're better. Give me them okay, for the win. Settle down. Settle down. Uh, I'm win. also. I'm also going to take the Patriots. Bill Belichick has a thing where he likes to uh, show up the the Cleveland team for fucking him over back in the day, and uh, I think this is prime setup for that as well. All right, next up it's Tampa Bay and Washington. Yikes! Um, this is probably your twenty-one pointer, I would assume. Yes, yes, it is. I'm going to take Tampa Bay. <laughs> well, you don't want to. 
You don't want to try to go against me and try to make up some uh, Tom points? Brady is playing this game, and Taylor Heineke is playing this game. So I will say that that is intriguing, but it's going to be Tampa Bay. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, it's Atlanta and Dallas. Oh, uh, this could be interesting. Maybe. Maybe. Like, very... You know, Stop it's it. in Stop. it's in this Dallas. Me, this, this is you it's claiming that I tried to try to get Cleveland, uh, like hype up some Cleveland. You're trying to hype up some Atlanta. Don't be doing that. I don't want to hype up Atlanta because they are Atlanta, but they are they're on a winning streak here, and Dallas lost. Dallas lost to a very inferior team. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna take them to win the uh-huh, game, okay. but <laughs> I I would just like to say that. I wouldn't be surprised with an Atlanta victory on this one. Uh, I'm going to go with Dallas as well. I think McCarthy will uh, get this team back. What was uh, our records last week? You didn't even oh, say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I went 4-10, and, ten, and oh, you went 6-8. and eight. Hey, so now, I made up some ground. Yeah, you. Uh, I am now beating you by three games. I'm up okay. three games. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. You, you do have that going for you. But it was fucking rough on our calls. All that together. was not a good week for us. For no, no, sure. we both not lost our blowouts bets, and um, yeah, there was there was just bad. You know, that we also made one. some weird. We made some weird calls too. We both said Houston was going to beat Miami. We should. Yeah, that was that was, and... that was bad. That was bad. Jacksonville really fucked us over. That one fucked uh, us. We also took Green Bay, which you know, again. I think if Rodgers was out there, we would have been right on that. Oh, so, yeah, for sure. Um, and then Dallas, Denver fucked us. Uh, we both took Cincinnati and over Cleveland. Uh, you know, that, I guess that one was kind we of We could have maybe went the other way with that one, but. All right, next up, it's Jacksonville and Indianapolis. I think we're both taking Indy, right? Yeah, you... and I, you know, I almost want to maybe even change my blowout bet to that one just to show you I'm all in on the Colts. Whoa, I really want to do that. Whoa, you're going to try to switch it up now? I won't because I made the call. It's like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'll give you this if you want. Do you want to switch? Do you? Yeah, fuck it. All right, let's go. 21 points on the Colts. You pussy. I just did it. That was that was a bigger one for me. I'm buying all in on Carson Wentz. Big week from him this week. Big week. All right. All right. What percentage you know, of our blowout think... games have we picked that have played the Texans, Jets, or Jaguars? I feel like that's just whoever they're playing. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if I've ever picked the Jags. Have I? I against know. them, one of those three teams, it's probably been a hundred percent. I feel like I took one against football team too. I took the Packers against football team. So I I, I actually that. have I, I have two that. against the Giants. So oh, fair enough too. All right, yeah, I'm putting 21 on the Jaguars' head from the Colts. All right, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm definitely taking the Colts uh, over this as well. They're the superior team. Uh, I hate to tell you, we have never drawn against. Oh yeah, you went against Jacksonville last week and lost. I'm oh, sorry, this week you did it this again. Week doing it again. <laughs> Uh, here's a, don't, you can't switch it up now. I'm not letting you switch it up because next up it's Detroit and Pittsburgh. Uh, if you think Pittsburgh's offense has the ability to put up 21 points consistently, that's scary because I don't know if they can do that. But I do think they're going to win the game. 
I, I think they're going to beat the Lions. You re- do you really think they're not going to blow them out? It's Detroit. I don't think their offense is that impressive. I don't I'm think Detroit's got Detroit's, any chance uh, to win Pittsburgh's the game. Offense. Yeah. I'm talking about Detroit's defense. Detroit is such an abysmal team. And also, realistically, what's the chances of them giving up a defensive or special team score? Yeah, we could very well see that. All right, next up, it's New Orleans and Tennessee. Um, we were talking about this earlier. We prefaced this one. I will take Tennessee to beat New Orleans. It's in Nashville. That'll help them out. Titans have been playing really well without Derrick Henry. And uh, Trevor Simeon starting this game. So not a whole lot to love about the, the Saints, for sure. This is not. There's not a whole lot to love about the picks this week, and I'm sure we'll get it wrong. We are. We are. We're always wrong. We're not picking any of uh, any true upsets, but it's hard because I feel like, I feel like even though this past week uh, was a huge reminder that any given Sunday can happen, as you said in the intro, in the the most corniest of fashions. <laughs> um, but but like there is a great divide. There is no middle ground teams this season. It feels like it's either like they're really good or they're really bad. And then every once in a while, just like some fucking, you know, you know, by some miracle, you know, these team, the shitty teams beat uh, a juggernaut. But to me, that's just how it feels. It does not feel like there is a team that can truly be, like, oh, they, they could win or they could lose. I don't know. You know, uh, and just looking at the rest of these games that I have, like, fuck. Fuck. You know? All right. Not yeah, I'm taking good. Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee. I said Tennessee <laughs> was going to win. Uh, and I, I do think that, you know, New Orleans is traveling to there. So they're at, uh, you know, whatever the fuck their stadium is called. Mercedes-Benz um, Superdome. Is that right? Yeah. No, you're talking about New Orleans. I'm talking about Tennessee's stadium. You said New Orleans, so that's why it threw me off. I said, yeah, New Orleans traveling. Okay, well, I don't know where they play. Music City somewhere. Yeah, I I drove by it when I went to Alabama this past year, but, you know, whatever. Wow. It was really cool. Next Uh, game. Carolina and Arizona. Oh, well... I can't pick anything Carolina act actually for the rest of the season. So actually, yeah, I don't know <laughs> what the hell happened with my mouth there, but give me <laughs> we need a soundboard. I got to get a soundboard to get some like liners oh, I in. I thought you said we sound bored, and I was like, I mean, these pick these these games are pretty shitty going forward. Give me Arizona. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Arizona. I. I, I just can't pick Carolina for the rest of the season. They're so Never. fucking bad. Trash. Next, this now here's a good one: Minnesota and the LA Chargers. I think this might be. Uh, this could be bad for Mike Zimmer. This could be bad. This game. If he gets his ass kicked, he could get fired after this game. No, mm-hmm. stop it. Mm-hmm. Again, you think that mm-hmm. they fire coaches midseason? This is not mm-hmm. the NBA. This is not the NBA. I don't know. I really think his seat is on fire right now. You do not see head coaches get fired in midseason. They can. They can. Yes, it happens happens every year. It does not. It is very rare. It happens every year. The Chargers are winning. I'm taking Justin Herbert. Take it. Next up, Seattle and Green Bay. Now, it is worth noting that uh, Russell Wilson will be back for Seattle. Will Aaron Rodgers? 
As of right now, I believe he is. Give me the Packers. Packers as well. Seattle's is uh, as bad of a defense. Although they might have OBJ by the end of the week. Yeah, that doesn't mean shit. Stop <laughs> it. OBJ is washed up, dude. I'm sorry. I Washed up and bad. Maybe uh, he needs to change the scenery. Yeah, shut up. Uh, next up, it's Philadelphia and Denver. Dude, not not teams I usually pick either week. Um, I will take Denver, though. Very impressed with you their win over of Dallas. Shit. I mean, come on. Was I going to take the Eagles? I shit on Jalen Hurts every single podcast. I know, like, and that's why I'm going to take the Jalen Hurts train. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Give me the Eagles. I don't care if they're going to mile high. I, I feel like we need some type of difference here, and I still have three games to burn. So, I, like, yes, yes, you do. You I, can. I, I, gotta, I think I we'll disagree on you. Sunday night. I think we'll disagree on Sunday night. All right, next up, it's Kansas City and Las Vegas. I'll take the Chiefs. Um, I'm going to take the Chiefs because I think the Raiders, man, are just very discombobulated right now as a team, and any future success is going to be – much earned and it's going to take a lot from them after all they've had to go through so far this season. Mahomes is going to be playing primetime football. He's going to have an opportunity to ball out. I still think he can. He's made some throws this year and he's made plays. He's had games where he's just taken over. This can be one of them. The Raiders are not by any means a stout secondary. They do have a good pass rush, but I'm going to take the chiefs to beat them on the road. I also had the Chiefs winning because for more or less the same reason, man, so much is happening to the Raiders. I feel really bad for those guys because they had such a good start to the season. And then it was like bad news, 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 bad. And it's just been stacking up. What the fuck is going on over there? There's a big culture issue. I think, I think Mike Mayock should be worried uh, as a GM because th- this does kind of start with him for drafting these guys, and he hasn't really performed. He was part of the the John Gruden deal, and uh, yeah, I mean when you get, when you have to get rid of your top two picks from last year, man, th- that's bad news for you, man. Ugly, ugly so far for the Raiders and their season. But that's it, right? Yep, that's everything. All right, that means we got to go into our quick hits. Quick hits for the week. Um, I'll start, because I always start quick hits. Uh, As we know, for the 2021-22 season, I am a hockey fan. Seattle Kraken, 4-6-1 now. I mean, not too shabby. They're they're playing pretty decent. I'm going to jump in on your Seattle Kraken because I did have a Seattle Kraken note for quick hits. They scored their first ever hat trick Mm -hmm. uh, this past week. And um, it was very entertaining because they tried to get them hyped up about it. uh, You know, because normally what happens at a hat trick, everyone throws their hats onto the ice. Unfortunately, uh, all that we saw were two hats thrown on the ice. So it was really sad. (laughs) And I think... That is really fucking funny to me. So, uh, congrats, Kraken, on their 
fourth victory of the season. No. Uh, it was uh, Jordan Eberle uh, becoming the first Seattle player to score that hat trick. He's my new favorite player. So You didn't even know who it was. <laughs> Big Ten action this week. Specifically, my Wisconsin Badgers. I was dreading this week. I was scared that they were going to be exposed by Rutgers. And they went out and whooped ass. 52-3, to big day from Graham Mertz. He needs to find some sort of consistency as being one of the worst, if not the worst, Power 5 quarterback in NCAA right now in the FBS. Um, but he's definitely been playing better as of late. The last couple of weeks have been pretty decent. Ches Malusi, Braylon Allen. Braylon Allen is supposed to be in high school, and he's giving Big Ten defenses fits. Um, he's 17. He's just absolutely insane. I love watching him play. 52 to 3. We have the number one defense in the nation. And Graham Mertz screwed this season. God damn it. But big win for the Badgers. Had to shout them also out. Also, blame uh, Jack Cohn as well with that revenge game. We are the official podcast of revenge games as well, too. We said that as well. So I will I will give them a shout out where it's needed. And uh, last thing, Bucks were visiting the White House today. I just wanted to reminisce. Remember when the Bucks? Bobby were good. Potus. Just wanted to reminisce when the Bucks were good, and congratulations to them because they won a title, and it might be the only title they ever win ever because they suck now again. So you better stop. You better uh, fucking stop. Uh, stop. Jesus Christ. All right, is it my turn now? Go ahead. Your pessimistic ass bullshit. All right, first up, I, too, am a hockey fan, am a hockey fan, and uh, uh, as I may have said last week, uh, I don't know if I did or not, but I was a Chicago Blackhawks fan. I have jumped the ship after their bullshit culture from last week, and uh, someone that I did jump on before all this went down, and I actually was super big on their team when they came into the league, it's the Golden Knights, so I've you know deferred to the Golden Knights. And they made a huge trade to get Jack Eichel from the Buffalo Sabres, uh, which has been something that it, uh, has been rumored to be happening for quite some time. Not necessarily to Vegas, but Jack Eichel, one of the top players in the league. Uh, he's going to be out with a neck in injury uh, for about the next three-ish months after his surgery. But I am so ready for Vegas to kick some fucking ass. And Jack Bandwagon. Eichel. This is no bandwagon. Don't, bandwagon. Don't don't give me this bandwagon shit. Bandwagon. Vegas Golden Knights, baby, all the I've way. Been Seattle Kraken since they started, bruh. Uh, I've been a Vegas fan since they started too. Mm, okay, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. another thing, Disney has come out and said that at on January first, ESPN Classic will be no more. Good. Who watches that? No one watches that. <laughs> Who wants to watch an old football game? No one cares. Everyone knows what happens. Oh, That's my the God. Point it, of the, the not part. watching. It's really not even so much like uh, the old football game. It's when it was like they'd show like a 2006 basketball game between like the Wizards and the Raptors. And you were like, the fuck is this, dude? <laughs> yeah, it's been classic. No, no one cares. Bye. Well, you didn't have like a, a craving for Nebraska Miami 1995 Orange Bowl. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what they do. Just stupid shit like that to make good teams, well, teams that were good, feel better about themselves. Excuse me, I was coughing. But, yeah, so they're uh, they're going out. And, um, you, you know, really, I, like, the downfall of all of ESPN Classic is YouTube. And, uh, you know, you can find anything you want on Classic on YouTube whenever you want. So Media, man, the media, all this critical internet stuff. I learn about this all day. So, yeah, that's the same thing. Whatever, nerd. Uh, and uh, last but not least, did you happen to hear the next big celebrity boxing night? Oh, I heard. And who is fucking ready for Darren Williams' Frank Gore? That's going to be all-timer. That is going to be uh, Frank Gore fucking up Darren Williams so bad. The whole time. The whole time. So bad. This is going to be awesome. I feel like Frank Gore can eat 500 punches. I mean, he looks like he has. He's he's a... He's a former NFL product, right? He like he looks has. like he has been punched in the face 500 times and it's never hurt him. It's only made his jaw stronger. And, and um, I think was he third all time on the rushing list? Is that right? Or is he second? Mm, I th- I know he's top five. I don't think he's second. I think he passed Barry Sanders though. I think he's third. All right. All right. Well, he's definitely on there. And, uh, this is going to be on the undercard of Jake Paul, Tommy Fury. Um, <laughs> I can't Paul wait Brothers. to watch. I can't uh, wait to watch. Dude, I I, I'm going to see some fantastic. Darren Williams is getting knocked out. I'm. I, think I would. Is. I would put money down on Frank Gore, not just to win, but to knock him out. This is going to be so much fun. I can't wait. That's in December, right? I believe so. Yes. All uh, right, we'll have that next month on episode. 43-ish, probably, or something. I don't know. 45, maybe. Stupid. So stupid. I don't know. We'll have to see. But that was our quick hits. So that's that's wraps up episode 40, pretty much. Just like that. Uh, I actually do have one more quick hit I got to give out real quick. The fuck? I wanted, give, I wanted to just give a shout-out. I, I forgot about it. I forgot about it. It's not really a quick hit. But it's shout-out uh, to my boy, Joe Pohorilis, my roommate from California. Just got a job today uh, for a business co-op with the Boston Globe. So writing sports Very for cool. high school shit. Like, that's pretty legit. And he doesn't like to talk about that shit because he doesn't like to be a cocky asshole. So I'll be a cocky asshole for him. Shout out for him. Um, if you like this episode, make sure you check us out on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Podbean, GarageBand, maybe. I don't know. Wherever GarageBand. Wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, be sure to check us out on thechairshot.com. I use GarageBand still. Peace. But everybody smiles If you work a little harder, you'll get by Or you can trust a man who wears a suit and tie So just lies, 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 lies If your parents work to earn it, then it's yours And if you're barely getting by, then that's your fault Everything in life is fair and that's the rules It's all just lies, 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 lies You just close your eyes
and everything's alright. If you just close your eyes and everything's alright. Hey, Mara wrote a song, now everything's alright, it's all just. Here's the thing. You're worth as much as all the luxury you buy. Here's the thing. The world will be okay if we stop taking flights. And if you change the way you eat, you'll never die, it's all just lies, 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 lies. Here's the thing. Companies cover the people they employ. Here's the thing. Discrimination doesn't happen anymore. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.